Welcome to the Fear the Bug podcast, where each week we bring you a new on-time video that will help you ship software on time. Who's working on what? It's the product's design. We back so soft. We're shipping software on time. Stressed out? Yo, everything will be fine. Axelsoft. Shipping software on time. Deadlines. This week in the podcast, we're going to talk about setting up and using Customer Portal. We're going to talk about setting up the basic company and customer objects that you use in OnTime. And to do that, we're going to switch over to Windows. From Windows, when you want to set up your basic people who will be logging into OnTime and the groups for those individuals, you're going to jump over to the Customers tab. From the Customers tab, you'll see that we've got two different sections here. First, we have the companies or groups that you use to group individuals together. And then underneath each of these companies, we have individual members who will be logging into Portal. So here I've got ABC Company with a number of contacts who are going to be logging in. I've got the company Burt's Beer with Burt. And then I have the company Charlie's Candy with Charlie. And so I've set up these different groups and individuals. So when we want to set up how individuals can use on time, the first thing we do is we select these companies or these groups and we click Edit. And this brings us to the Edit Customer screen. From here we can define the names of our companies that we're working with and also the URLs for those companies. And that's under the General tab. Any additional tabs following General, besides the Settings tabs, you can have one or many of these. These are custom tabs that have custom data in here and you can track custom data against these companies. So if you want to know what region of the country a company is from, maybe this is from region north. Or maybe you're using this where you have a very big company and each of these companies is really a department. So this is really the engineering department. These are some examples of how you could use different groups in Customer Portal. But for this podcast we're going to focus on the security side. We're going to take a look at this settings tab. And from here I can select defects, features, incidents, and wiki pages. And what I can set up here are some rules for the individuals of this company. I can set up some restrictions on how they deal with these different types of objects. So first let's talk about defects. So if a customer logs into Portal and they are in the ABC company, do I want to set any restrictions in how they work with defects? So from here I could say um, when a member of ABC company um, is looking at defects, I want to restrict their view to just the defects underneath the corporate website branch of my hierarchy. I can select somewhere in my tree and customers of this company will only be able to see items from that point down in the tree. I could also pick a folder down here under allow add edit and maybe I want them to view everything under the corporate website but I only want them to make changes to items that are under support pages. That might be an example of something I could set up in Portal. Now if your tree doesn't support this kind of a model, you may want to set this to all. You may say, well, it's not any particular folder that I want to restrict them to. It may be some kind of logic, like a filter. I could say I only want um, members of ABC Company, any of these customers, I only want them to see open defects. So I could set this choice as a pick list. And remember that you can build your own filters and include your own logic in here. If you wanted to have every every um, company logging into Portal having a different set of um, items that they're seeing on their list, 
a different set of public items, then I could set create different filters for that. So this is what you can control under defects, features, and incidents. With wiki pages, we have two of these choices. With wiki pages, I can simply say that there's an area of the tree. Maybe I want only wiki pages under the intranet site to be available to these customers, and I only want them changing items under the HR portal. So these settings you can configure for each company that you create. And remember, there's no restriction to the number of companies that you can have. What you are restricted by is the number of individuals that can log into Portal. And to control their settings, you can click on any of these individuals. I'm going to click on John Doe here. He's one of our individual contacts. And I'm going to edit his security. So here we have three tabs. Again, the first tab is the set tab, the contact info. And the second tab here, this is one of our custom tabs. You may have many here or none and you can insert any of your custom data about John and then lastly we have the security tab so from the security side these are the things I can set up for John first we need to determine whether or not he can log in if you don't have a contact that if you have a contact that can't log in if you were to turn this off then all all these settings don't matter because they're not going to be able to log into portal the reason that you would do this is if you just wanted to track John in the system and attach him to your defects and features and incidents but if you don't want him logging in then you don't have to pay for a license for John but if you do want him logging in you'd activate the login you'd set his password and then under status you would set them to approved the status is here when it comes to registration if John was uh, created his account on the fly and you set registration so that they had to be approved his status would be new he wouldn't be able to log in yet once you set him to approve then that means he's approved the registration is something we'll talk about uh, in a later podcast once you've established John you've set his password you've set him to approved you can now tell the system how you would like John to interact with these different objects on the left so first we'll start with defects so for John when he's working with a defect what kind of permissions do I want him to have first you can control how you want them whether or not you want John to be adding defects then you can control how, how you want him to view and edit defects and you'll see I've got a section for public items and I've got a section for my items the my items are items in this case defects that John is attached to normally these will be defects that John has created these also might be defects where he's had his name attached later. Maybe this is a defect that John reported, so that defect was created separately, and the tech support engineer tied his name to that defect. So I can maybe want, uh, maybe I want John to view his own defects, edit his own defects, add attachments, or view attachments to his own defects, and add attachments to his defects. These are selections that I would make. And then up above, maybe I only want John to view his own to view other public defects but I want him to be able to view and interact with his own defects then that would this would be the case that I would set up for John the last permission I haven't talked about here is this uh, bottom one which is my defects include the company's defects now if I had a case where I had John and Jane 
and they were both sitting, uh, they were both in the same company, and John had defect one attached to him, and Jane had defect two attached to her. Well, John would be able to edit and view defect number one, but only view defect number two. But if I check this, and I selected that for John and for Jane, then John would be able to view and edit defects one and two if John and Jane were in the same company. So you can give some leeway there if you've got people with different items attached to them, but they're in the same company, I can share some of their security. So it, so it all depends on how you have um, your security set up. So that's a look at defects. Uh, so those, those kind of security settings we can set up for defects and features and incidents. The last section here is wiki pages. So here's where I can say, do I want John to be able to you know, simply view wiki pages? Or do I want them, do I want John to be able to add wiki pages or edit wiki pages or, or add attachments to wiki pages? These are all separate um, permissions that I can control. Keep in mind that individual wiki pages also have to have their security turned on. This is simply controlling whether or not at all this customer can interact with wiki pages. One last thing to point out here. Um, for defects and features and incidents, if I turn, and, and wiki pages, if I turn all of these checkboxes off, like for John, if I go to features and I turn all of his feature credentials off, all of his feature permissions, then the features tab is not going to show up for John. He'll only see the tabs that I've given him access to. So if I save his, his security and jump over to portal, and let's go ahead here and log in as John. Then for John now, you'll see that there's no features tab. Features tab is now gone. Also, take a, also see that my feature list of items is much shorter because we applied some filters to John's company. So he's now seeing a smaller list of items. So by examining settings on the company level and on the individual contact level, you can control how your customers see and edit items inside Customer Portal. The next couple podcasts will dive more into some of these settings so that you can use Customer Portal more effectively. If you have comments or suggestions for this podcast, we'd love to hear them. Please send them to fearthebug at axosoft.com. Fear the bug. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. 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 F